Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third, and as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's beginning with uh, some new news for all y'all new news. So, uh, Miss Reese, what's topping off our news segment this week? The people didn't care. Huh? They did not care. Oh, my okay? God. What are we not caring about this week? Apparently, they didn't care about the election. That At all, happened shit. On At Tuesday. all. <laughs> no line, no waiting. Come on in. Right. The water's warm. <laughs> Come on. No waiting. You can vote twice if you like. Seriously. <laughs> so, the turnout was extremely low. The Super lowest low. in history, probably. Um, but, I mean, of course, we got some answers, right? So, we're just going to run down those. Really run quick. it down. So there will be a runoff between Lori Lightfoot and Tony Pretwinkle. Mm -hmm. uh, Lori came um, with 17%. Tony was just under that at 16%. So those are the two that will run off uh, April 2nd, right? Mm -hmm. That's the next election. Um, so they will make history, right? All right. Two African-American yeah. women running off. So somebody's going to win. Obviously, we'll have a female mayor. So before we get into that, why it's not necessarily the best thing, or why it could be a great thing, can we slow clap black history in? Yeah. Chicago will have its first black female yeah. mayor in history. And we that's a good it. thing. We right? love it. We that's love a good it. thing. Um, it's not a perfect thing. So we won't say who we voted for. Mom's <laughs> the word. <laughs> But Lori was my second choice, and so I'm excited she made it to the top. Um, let's see. Daly came in third. Yeah. I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Will Will Willie Wilson. Willow. Came in fourth place. <laughs> Willie like, Wilson. Surprisingly, he in the top five, and I don't think Come a lot on, of same. people thought he was going to do that well. Really, man. I heard from an anonymous source that shall remain nameless because they're anonymous. <laughs> a white woman was seen voting for Willie Wilson. I knew it was real when I heard that shit. Oh, yeah. A yeah. white woman voting for Willie? You'd be surprised who some Wilson. of these white women, or white people in general, were voting for. You know, I, State of confusion. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Susan Mendoza came in fifth, and Amara uh, Enya came in sixth. Now, did you get a chance to check out her Breakfast Club interview? Kinda, and I stopped watching it, and then someone else told me it was boring. Okay, so it was informative. Okay. Charlemagne wasn't there, so there wasn't any oh, quick okay. bow, bow, redirects and yeah. all that. Um, it was informative as fuck. It was dope just to see, you know what I'm saying, a Her. colleague yeah. on the Breakfast Club. Um, it was interesting because they made mention, at least uh, Sheila, what's her name? E? Uh, Angela Angela E. She said, oh, well, you know, you could make history. You could be the first black female mayor of yeah. Chicago. And little did we know there were two other women that could as well and they were actually going to make history as, as opposed to Amara. Yeah. But I think she ran a clean campaign and I think that, um, you know, it's just maybe not her time for that position yet. But she has some good characteristics. I think Amara and I think Willie should run for alderman. You think Willie will run for alderman? He probably feel like, man, it's beneath me. Amara might too. If that's the problem. Running for mayor. That's the problem. If you want to change your city, start change at that level. Yeah, why not? Because we talked about it last week. Out of little clout. neighborhoods, almost. The neighborhoods are like little cities. Well, and you not only need black folks to vote for you, you need the white folks to vote for you. You do need that. The white folks up north, white mm -hmm. folks in other areas. Yeah. So you got to build a name up for yourself. I mean, I get it. You were endorsed by chance, but here it is. Willie got his own money, and he still didn't yeah. quite make it. So you, I think, I think. If you want to help and if you're about helping and changing the city, mm -hmm. then you won't stop at not getting the mayor position, but you'll run for alderman. And I, I like that position because if you really want to help, it's not an yeah. all or none thing. It's a until I'm going to do blah, blah, right. blah. And I know that she has served in various other capacities. I don't want to just single her out, but I'm just saying in terms of anybody, anybody. that was in that race. It was 14. 12 motherfuckers that and didn't get to the runoff. So like what y'all going to do now? That you could write in. Yeah. And yeah. nobody knew that. What's his name? Uh, out of nowhere, the brother that was running, not Willie. LaShawn Ford. Yeah, like he I was like one percent. Yeah, he was in the bottom. Uh, what's he do? Or was he already doing something? Like what? Where'd no, he, come from? he he was a t he was like a teacher. Or something. Oh, okay, He's, okay, he okay. run for alderman. Run, yeah, yeah. Work work in the office. Uh, oh, yeah, learn. Need to become aldermen and women. Yeah. And okay, so I I got up. some some stats for the uh, alderman race. So which is equally or close to equally important. Right. Pat Dow. 
She won again. Hey, Pat Pat. Uh, Ward 3, mm -hmm. Bronzeville area, right? Sophia King won. What up, girl? Um, Leslie Harrison won in the ward that we're currently sitting in right now. But what I'm hearing is that she has to do a runoff because she didn't get 51%. She was at like 49, and there were two other people that had two other people like 20s or something. But no, she was at, it wasn't 49. She was higher than that. I, it was 49? She did. She didn't mm. get to the 51, so she has a little bit more work to do. She's looking good, but I don't think it's a Right, because yet. the other two candidates, they was in that, the 20s. it was split between yeah. those two. Yeah, they, they split the other 51%. So technically, she kind of won. It's, um, it's a formality. Sawyer won. But again, that was the same thing because two people were running against Sawyer. Mm -hmm. um, uh, let's see. Gregory, Gregory Mitchell. Gregory Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he won in the seventh war. But did you know Jedediah Brown was running in that war as well? I did not know. I did not know. I watch a lot of it. Not watch. I see he does a lot of Facebook lives. Yeah. And um, I didn't really, like... When I do tune in for the 15, you know, short yeah, attention span. Yeah. When I tune in for the 15 seconds or so, I don't really hear him talking about him I never running for heard Alderman. Him say so I, yeah, I, I was surprised. So I was surprised. One. He didn't win, obviously, um, but I just wanted people to know that he did run. So maybe next time, just yeah. stay and, woke and, and, in that. and put in put in his uh, maybe money, but just effort where his yeah. mouth is. Like yeah. don't just say something, do something. Do it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so Maria Haddon. Mm -hmm. Who this stood out to me? Why one? Because she's just a director of a non for profit. That is it. That's all she does. And she beat out longtime Alderman Joe Moore in the 49th ward, and that was like a really big upset. And yeah. they, they counted that early. Damn. So it's something to them. Executive directors of non profits. Calvin King running for Alderman shortly. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay? Watch your ward. <laughs> That's the main reason I put that in here. Watch your like, ward. We Come got on, an ornament right here. On, okay, um, and then these people re-elected Ed Burke. This will Ed be Ed Burke, the one that got caught up in the. Yes, this God will be his fiftieth uh, year as an alderman. Now I have heard that people are more comfortable with a familiar hell yep. than an unfamiliar heaven, and maybe that's a case sad. of the com comfortability syndrome here. Sad. Uh, sad. Very sad. All right, what else is going on in new news for all these new news? So the Pied Piper is out. <laughs> Why did this nigga get locked up in the first place? I don't think we covered that. Well, no. He turned himself in, right? Mm. Because allegedly there are new tapes out with him having sex with a 14-year-old. Why does this nigga still have access to cameras and smartphones? And what, like, he can't be trusted. After bro. this documentary, why are you still... Why are you still fucking on kids? So, I haven't seen the tapes. I don't... I've looked, who, but... Who quest to see these shits? Like, I haven't even seen, you know, the Surviving R. Kelly. I haven't even seen that because it was just like, I know. So if, you, <laughs> if a nigga, if you done seen a nigga pee on a 12-year-old, and they're like, now you're fucking a 14-year-old, and you go seek that shit out, I question your moral compass. Like, well, why so, do you even want to see that shit? I don't know if this is... This is an old tape, maybe a different girl, okay. right? And somebody has finally had Revealed the courage to release it. Can't you tell from the quality of the, like, the, the first one was like, I haven't damn. seen it. But see, the first one was VHS, Man, right? this shit seemed like Betamax. This whatever that should shit was called. be on a goddamn internet, but I haven't seen anything. Right. So, I don't know. But okay. apparently, he's quoted in saying in the video, like, give me that 14-year-old pussy. Like, he refers to it being 14-year-old pussy. So, that's kind of <laughs> just too much. He is so sick, and he needs more than help at this point. Ew, um, nigga. But look, he spent all weekend in jail yeah, yeah. because he couldn't afford to post bail. <laughs> I'm locked up. Now, I did hear this interesting theory that he has some liens or some arrears, whatever you call that shit, when you owe people child support. Yeah. And if he would have posted it, it would have been like, all right, here's my 100000 to get out. And he was like, no, nope. <laughs> you owe 100001 in back child support, so you actually now owe another hundred thousand and one to get out. So I did hear that, but I also heard that the judge wasn't going to allow that to be like put on top. On or, yeah, yeah of what, two separate things. Yeah, and so that's, tough. that's slippery slow. Judges lie. Niggas, well, judges a good friend of his who owns a daycare uh -oh. posted his bail. That sounds like a farming system. <laughs> What do you mean he owns a daycare and they're good it's a friends? Female. It's a female. Yeah, of course. Ladies love Aura. And she posted his bail. That's how he got out. Ooh, yeah. And when he got out, he didn't take his ass home. He nah. went to McDonald's. Oh, they got the Shamrock Shakes, though. To sign autographs Come and on, take son. pictures. Come like, on, I'm done. Son. I just can't. I'm done. It's like the audacious nigga. Like, I, I forgot who it was, that doctor that speaks very New Yorkish. 
And we was talking about her probably a month ago now. She was just like, man, R. Kelly can't be cured because his Ayana. sickness is so interwoven with his yep. artistry and his artistry is so interwoven with his sickness that that's the type of nigga that would go to McDonald's after being released for this shit and sign autographs probably for underage for girls. girls. It's like, my nigga. He is but, and I don't wish this on nobody, but maybe somebody's going to take justice to their own fucking hands, G, because this dude just seems to feel like he's above the law. Obviously yes. isn't. And if something isn't done to, you know, hold him down for real or he's not trying to get the help that he obviously needs, somebody daddy, like one of these girls, got to have a goddamn <laughs> daddy, dog. And that nigga will pull up like Morgan Freeman in a time to kill. What? Hell yeah, I did it and I'd do it again. Was that Samuel Jackson? Who I say? Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Sam Sam, my bad. Sammy. I don't on, ever man. remember Morgan All Freeman right, being violent. The movie buff now. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of goddamn Bruce Almighty. But no, no, no. Samuel Jackson popped out that footlocker. Yeah. <laughs> he taking out cops. He taking out yeah, whoever. Because they did his daughter bogus. Yeah. So, nigga, Aura, watch your, watch watch your front. Nigga, watch your front. Nevertheless. He's Never not the only else. one in hot water. Yeah, who else is boiling like that lobster on the Travelocity commercial? Have you watched the uh, Cohen trial? <sighs> the nigga that's selling on Trump? I, I, every time I go to the gym, that shit is on. You know, I don't watch that <laughs> shit. But when I be getting dressed, I be peeping. This nigga's telling everything. everything. Uh, he's like, man, we was riding through Chicago. He said he hate black people. Black people are only motherfuckers ignorant enough to live like this. Stupid Black people enough. Are never stupid enough to uh, live like this. Black people will never vote for me. I ain't focused on them at all. Blah, blah, blah. Hello? Hey, Kanye, how's it going? The fuck? But as he was saying that stuff, I was thinking, black people knew that shit already. We like, we knew. knew that. We people, knew. Multiple people have been trying to sell us something different. I don't think that is necessarily Trump doesn't like black people. I think Trump doesn't like poor, poor. people. <laughs> period. Yeah, yeah. Impoverished people, but, period. But I will say this. It's more white folks on food stamps than it is black people. So I, uh, I want to say that. But y'all the ones voting for him, though. Y'all the ones voting for him. That's the thing that we didn't get wrong. Yeah. We didn't vote for this nigga. Yeah. But go ahead. Um. So, yeah, yesterday was the first day. It was a long hearing. Um. I, I, I can empathize with him. Long hearing in terms of impeachment trials have started, or Cohen is just being... This is for, uh, it was his first day in trial. He's just telling on this long day. Yeah. Officially. Okay. Yeah, because he already has to serve three years. So, Cohen. Yeah, okay. so he has this time. What's it, what did he get? What was, was his... For lying. Char or just perjury. Yeah. Okay. So he has to serve three years. So at this point, why would you keep quiet for a man who has power to help, you know what I'm saying, and maybe get you out of such a tight situation, has done nothing. Right. Yeah, I'm telling. Tell everything. Go like, ahead. wash your hands of it. And uh, oversight, uh, House Oversight Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings, he's the brother, the dark, you know, the black brother, the bald head. He's, he's an older guy, right? He basically gave um, his closing remarks. He really empathized with Cohen. That is painful going to prison. I know, I know it's got to be painful being called a rat. And let me, let me explain. A lot of people don't know the significance of that, but I live in the inner city of Baltimore. All right? And when you call somebody a rat, that's one of the worst things you can call them because when they go to prison, that means a snitch. I'm just saying. And so the president called you a rat. We're better than that. We really are. And I'm hoping that all of us can get back to this democracy that we want and that we should be passing on our, to our children so that they can do better than what we did. And so you wonder whether people believe you. I don't know. It's bitch. And he said, I totally understand. You know what I'm saying? Black folks understand that plight to prison. Oh, man. Pipeline. Okay. And so. <laughs> room for this shit. He really, his speech was really like emotional. He really empathized with Cohen. Cohen kind of got choked up. You can tell he was tearing up at the eyes. Um, but he said, basically, stay strong, my brother. Man. Tell the truth. Like and this truth will set you free. Convert but, to Muslim, brother. Swine, my brother. All that, he didn't say convert. No. Oh, he didn't say join the nation. guy is a Muslim. No. Okay. But, uh, um, yeah. He's so. a strong brother. We'll see. We will. But and he will, too. Trump tweeted, like. What Trump talking about? 
He's he's lying. He's, he's lying. just saying that because he's going to jail. You know, according to Trump, everybody's lying but him. Come so on, I mean, that's Come not on, that's not the case. On, everybody can't circle, be lying. Son. Check your circle, son. It's you. It's been you. So yeah. It's you. You you you're a piece of shit, man. You're a piece of shit. You you, you got a high office. You know what I'm saying? And you got a lot of money, but you're still a piece of shit. <laughs> all right. Um, but I think that about wraps us up for new news for all y'all new news on this week's episode of This, That, and Third. Literally. Literally. Topping off our entertainment segment this week, Miss Reese. Okay, so first, because it's the last day of Black History, right? I want to give some quick little Black History facts. Can I say this real quick? What? The fact that Black History Month is gone in a blink <laughs> just dawned on me, G. So my tennis, shout out to the, one of the best tennis in the world. She hit me with the, yo, I just hit you with the pay payment. What band did it come through? And I'm like, man, the 27th, shit, she early? She was about 24 hours early. I'm like, damn, I didn't know the month was over tomorrow. Yeah. I'm thinking she just on some extra weather, damn. Nigga, Black History Month is it's short over. as fuck. I see why it started off as a week, because now it's only really three weeks. <laughs> Goddamn, what you was going to say? Right, so, okay, the real, you know the character Betty Boop, right? Ah, yes, I do. Betty Boop, she had the, she was very curvaceous. Why don't you come up and see me sometime? Yeah, very childlike ah, voice. yeah. Okay, so, the real Betty Boop, the inspiration um, has been traced back to Esther Jones. Oh, shit, I thought it was Marilyn Monroe or somebody. No. Oh. Um, who was known as Baby Esther, and she performed regularly at the Cotton Club during the 20s. Her trademark, trademark vocal style of using boops and other childlike scat sounds um, is kind of what... Oh, like scatting. Up, but, 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 no, but you think of baby boop, uh, Betty Boop. It mm -hmm. was very... Do that voice again. The, Why don't you come up and see me sometimes? Now do the scat in that... Bubba -da -beep -a -bubba -da -beep -a -beep. In that voice! Oh. In the childlike voice. Damn, can I? Yeah! Okay, there you go. I had to combine the two. You know, I'm not fucking left brain, right brain. No, no, I'm working together. So, Damn, pop quizzes on this day. So that. look, get this. Um, because of the attention Esther was uh, attracting, a chick named Helen Kane adopted her style. Right? Oh, swagger jacking, swagger jacking. And so when um, the different studios and, and people were putting together this ba Betty Boop image, yeah. Helen Kane tried to sue and say, "No, that's me. I'm the original." So I mean. And so she basically led them to do more research, and they said, "Well, actually, it wasn't you. It was Esther Jones." Mm. So es Esther, Esther sounds like one of us. Esther Jones is the originator. Um, All right, where that oh, Esther. And she from. was bodied up. She sounded like she well, was. Well, she was very pervacious. I, I, I had a, I had a uh, no disrespect, a Hester. You know what I'm saying? She was, you know, the 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 president of the Junior Usher board and very whatever. Very okay, pervacious. um, let's see. I had another one for Black History. Yeah. The first nigga to dip his Italian beef. You ain't see that one? You don't see how they be having it on social media? No, <laughs> yeah, no that's not real history. Random. Okay, so look, okay. this last one I'm gonna give y'all. Claudette Cloven, who was... I've heard of her. What'd she do? You said, and I'll tell you if it's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was the, the, the young girl um, who actually got kicked off the bus March 2nd, 1955, when she was on her way home from school. She refused to get up, um, and she was studying her idols at the time, Harriet Tubman, Tubman. and Sojourner Truth. True. Um, and she said she felt like they were standing there beside her, telling her to stay seated. Well, she actually kicked off the bus. Boy, That's God. exactly who I thought it was because, and tell me if I'm wrong, she was with child. She was pregnant, so she didn't look as good for the movement as somebody that had this squeaky clean image as Rosa, who was already serving, I guess, in administrative capacity for like the NAACP or Martin Luther King's organization down there out in the South. And they said, ah, you know, we could go with Shorty, that was the first. But this one might go a little bit further because he's a little bit more PR ready. Okay, so somewhat <laughs> the truth. The only difference, uh, the only discrepancy is she wasn't pregnant. She wasn't she was pregnant. She was she a was high fucking. school girl. Oh. She was just in high school. But she was one of the four women in the Broder versus Gale case that shit. was successfully overturned that overturned the bus seg segregation. Right. So to go back to what you were saying, right. the NAACP did pick Rosa because right. she was the secretary. A squeaky. A and squeaky. because she was upper or middle class yeah. and they felt like they would get more support behind yeah. a middle class woman 
that worked for the NAACP opposed to a high school student. That just goes to show you money matters because just in the last segment, we were just talking about how Trump don't like poor people <laughs> regardless of their color, and it seems like the movement isn't very responsive they to the poor like of the poor either. Get, you know, As much donations support. and yeah, support, like, right? Uh, but get this. A lot of the movements that happened in the 50s and 60s were started by young people. Young as in teens, because maybe early 20s. Because they were just tired, right? Oh, they didn't want to wait and do all that. Oh, we got to do this. Facts we got to plan. Facts and so it was just interesting because I know a lot of people haven't heard of Claudette Clothin. So now Real you know. quick, shout out to um, Comcast. They put on an event at the Disciple Museum a few weeks back. Okay. And it was talking about people that are still alive and making moves or had made moves in Chicago from... Reverend Jesse Jackson to at least six or seven other paramount motherfuckers okay. that don't necessarily get that same clout. type of recognition and clout, but nonetheless have made great strides. And um, I went and I saw it, and then they called them all up on stage. And, you know, they kind of came with their, you know, Muhammad <laughs> Ali shakes and Shut shit. Up. But they got up there eventually. <laughs> and then when they got up there, they took pictures, and it was just dope to see, like, black history in motion. Live. And these are, like, the unsung heroes of the movement, like, motherfuckers that was there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And don't get none of that cre credit or recognition, man. Yeah. So. It's just more than just Jesse. Stay the fuck woke, man. Did you get to check out the King exhibit at the Chicago History Museum, or did you? It's too busy. Wrangling. <laughs> Wrangling. So I got to go to the Chicago <laughs> History Museum. You must go. With my kid, right? Uh, field trip. And his teacher gave me him and all his friends. Just take them all. The Goon Squad. Now so and later. I really... I, and I intentionally was like, y'all, come on. This was the only exhibit I said I want to see, right? right? And I was trying to read, but the way they had the exhibit set up, the kids are on the underneath the, like, they, they would have, like, wh whatever, a canvas, right? Mm -hmm. And it was hooked up to these things, but underneath, you can, like, if, I mean, if you're a kid, you'll walk through it underneath. Right. Well, they thought it was time to play tag. Uh-oh. No. You I hit. was like, y'all, come on. We <laughs> come. Knock down Harriet. Oh, Come on, man. Somebody knocked down the picture in the blues. Come on, in man. In the blues. And knocked over <laughs> Dizzy Gillespie. So, yeah, no, I didn't get much time to read anything, Damn. actually. Yeah, I, I had a group, uh, and obviously it was mooking them, but they a little older, older. a little more, you know, oh, they're in the, what's it called, gifted classes. Yeah. They was a little <laughs> bit more note, judicious with their note-taking and shit like that. So, they, you know, y'all go over there, and I catch y'all at lunch. You know what I'm saying? But uh, a very good, informative, and historic place. Yeah, so y'all check that shit out. All right, what else we got? So let's do an Oscars recap. Let's. All right, good stuff. So Black Panther, they got nominated for seven nominations, right? What did I say it was going in for? Man, for best soundtrack, best makeup, best costume, best special effects, and best hair design. Yeah, close. It won for best production design, on, which she is the first African American female to win or be nominated in that category. Okay, History go figure made. that. Um, and then for the best costumes. Wait, 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 wait. You said the first one was first in, in history, and which one was that? Production design. Production design. What is that? So it's not costume. It's just the scenes. The set. Sets. Mm -hmm. So we've never done any good sets. What's a movie that just is known for like, oh, these sets is cold. Is that like After Earth? Let's say like iRobot. Well, let's compare it to what Black Panther was. I would say Avatar. So Avatar. So the more, I mean, aren't those computer generated graphics yeah. as opposed to nigga? I took this room and decked it out. Am I mistook? She also worked with. Give me something. Give me. She worked with. It wasn't a movie, but this person, this female that won, she worked on. I can't remember now, but it was another prominent, like, TV Us? show. Us? Yeah. Okay. It was something black. Um, but I had Homeboys from Outer Space. No. Fuck. But, yeah, no, apparently we don't have a lot of black production designers, or they're not getting picked from. up. Don't have a lot to choose from. Space Jam. Maybe no, she did Space no, Jam. No. But, anyway, congratulations to those ladies. Yes, indeed. Um, Green Book won for Best Picture. And you did check that out. Yes. And you do agree that that was a great movie, dog. I agree, but then you it just get so movie. many people commenting on it. What are they like Spike said, it shouldn't have won. Spike, Spike. Yeah. Oh, because he said Black Klansman should have won, or just it shouldn't have won. He just said it shouldn't have won. Okay. Everybody kept talking about the whole white savior thing. And I, and I get that, and I think that was my objection with the movie as well. But it was 
based on a truce. But but it was but it also or, wasn't based on the singer. It was based on the drivers from his perspective. Because his son was the producer or, so, yeah. or the writer or something. Yeah. Wouldn't you talk about your damn daddy? Yeah. As opposed to this nigga? So, Wouldn't you talk about your damn daddy? You know, Marshala Ali liked up. He won for Best Supporting Actor for Green Book, and this is his second time winning, which he's the first African-American to do that, right? So that's a good thing. Congratulations. Regina King came all the way from 227, and she got her. Oh! Mm-hmm. Brenda Jenkins! Yeah. <laughs> all grown up. I, I, I never forget when she told my man, man, brush that weak-ass thing. <laughs> that's why I'm fucking somebody else. <laughs> Oh, and poetic. Oh, she told Chicago, brush that weak ass face. Yeah. That's why I'm fucking somebody else. I said, damn, Brenda Jenkins all grown up. Yeah, she is. So congratulations. 2272. Um, Spike Lee won for Best Adapted Screenplay for Black Klansman. Right. So this is his first win. Obviously, he's had nominations before. And, you know, his speech was cool. And it's funny because Trump tweeted like, fuck him. No, he was like, Spike oh. should learn how to read. And I was kind of thinking the same thing. Nah, now, now I did. I asked this in the group to the brothers. I'm like, hey, come on, man. Come on, son. What's that thing? He was like, man, that was a big-ass stage. Very nervous. You know, a, a lot going on in that moment. director, sir? Fearing the music. You, you know, jumped he, up in Samuel Jackson's he arms. He did not warm embrace his, his Morehouse brother, but... That's a big ass stage to be letting your nuts hang in such a fashion and not knowing if he was going to win and what the band. I don't feel like he knew he was going to win. Otherwise, he would have not had legal pad paper. You he know what I'm saying? Practice. That yellow piece of paper. He should have been at home in the mirror like, if I win. He said, 40 years of oppression. I mean, 400 years of oppression. <laughs> I mean, uh, shout out to 40 acres and a mule. It was just like, do the right thing. Just tweet it. Because he ended up, man, I forgot to thank all these people and he put it in a tweet. I think that's kind of the new wave. It's like, I'm not really finna go up here and try to memorize shit, try to read shit. I'm no, swag out. from the heart. I'm a swag out, and then I'm going to go ahead and thank everybody on social media. I think that's a little bit better approach, but man. I expect you not to read well. But man, Regina, she came with that shit. She had her shit just wrapped. Is that a Regina King? Yeah. yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, her shit was just that's graceful. What I'm saying. Ele is it eloquent or eloquent? It was Ella. That shit was Ella May, G. And I swear on everything, our women, the, the, what's, what's her name from How to Get Away with Murder? Viola. Viola. Strong. Uh, Hattie McDaniel. We talked about that a couple weeks. Like, strong. When it comes to them acceptance speeches, Did you see man, Angela Bassett? She was a presenter. Angela, I, I didn't see her. Nah, as a presenter, I didn't see her. Nah, yeah. Nah. Very. Fucking regal. Uh, Fucking regal. Uh, Can I ask permission to eat the pussy? Uh, it was somebody else. I think it was maybe Whoopi. No, I don't see her. Nah, like throwback. Oh, okay. Even I don't want to get in trouble, but Monique, she kind of went up there and threw a little shade, but she threw it eloquently and articulate <laughs> as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I think our sisters do great in awesome. those moments, awesome. dog. Because y'all are great for that shit. <laughs> yeah. Y'all can Agreed. overcome trauma like a motherfucker. Okay. Okay. Um, and then so let's move on to new show alert. Mm -hmm. It's the show on HBO called OG. So you're talking about the one with Tracy Morgan and Tiffany Haddish, the last OG? It got a little bit of Cedric the Entertainer in it. No. This is an HBO original. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about and Spike. No. This shit on Spike. It's called OG, and it's starring Jeffrey Wright. If you don't know who Jeffrey Wright is, he played in Shaft. He was the gangster with Samuel Jackson, right? Mm. Or he also played in Cadillac Records. He was Muddy Waters. Wait, 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 wait. In Shaft, he played who? He played the gangster. The little Hispanic. Peoples. Yeah. Peoples. Just give me Holmes. He played Martin Luther King. Yeah. Oh, my star. He played Muddy Waters. I can play Martin Luther King if he can. Yeah, you can. You know but who else, else he played? He's a phenomenal actor. He played, I think his name was The Professor in um, Boardwalk Empire. Did you watch Boardwalk Empire? No, but he was in Westworld. Westworld. He was he in Westworld, yes. He works. Yes. Um, And he's that a phenomenal a actor. actor. Okay, so this movie is about, his name is Lewis, mm -hmm. who is in his final weeks in his 24-year prison sentence. Oh, damn. And he's nervous about adapting back to the real world. And, and so, because of that, it affects some of his decisions in jail, right? Mm -hmm. The movie was 
longer than I like my movies to be, right? How long, how long you like your movies to be? Like an hour and a half. A strong-ass hour and a half? Yep, that's it. Give me an hour and a half, knock me out, and let's go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Short Good and sweet. that. This was a little longer. Okay. But it was so, like, captivating because sometimes, well, I ain't never been to jail. Right. And I know. Yeah. And I have people that are in jail. Right. I know people that go to jail, be in and out of jail. Yeah. Oh. You do too. Shut up. Oh, nobody in jail. You don't? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I know one person in jail. <laughs> and one person just came home. Welcome home. Roscoe, Roscoe Jenkins. See what I'm saying? Okay. You're right. You're right. But we don't necessarily know how it is, right, to be in there. And I want to so know. Sometimes movies kind of help us. Okay. And so, Educational to be in jail for 24 years, God damn. that's a long time. A and long, I can imagine, that's like you going to jail in the 80s, you come out, it's 2004. Yeah. Four, nigga. How much have things changed, right? Who's Tim Duncan? You're so used to these, well, and, and I guess when you're in there so long, good behavior, right? You know, you help out the investigators and the police in jail. You get TVs and stuff in your room. You get, iPod, you get iPad, iPod. You have a cell phone. Nah. They have a lot of shit to kind of make their life a little comfortable nah. for little what it is. Commissary items. Um, little magazine you can order from. But what you see is him struggle to deal with getting out, but also trying. He see a young brother come in and trying to guide him yeah, yeah. in the right path, yeah. but at the same time not get caught up back in no bullshit because yeah, he about to I'm leave. Trying to get out. So it's a really good movie, and that's just. Recommend that you all watch it. You ever seen this movie called Lock Lock Lockdown? Yeah, but um, no, that's I was that was with I was thinking Tango and Cash. Goddamn, Lockdown was something else. Lockdown was um, it had Master P in it. It was a Master P movie. Come on, man. Follow yeah, me. I saw that janky You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Everybody else from the wood. Yes. Uh, Slim from the yes. wood. Yes. And it had Clifton Powell, also known as Pinky. Mm -hmm. And he had that same situation. We saw this young brother who shouldn't be there. He yeah. really shouldn't be there. Yeah. And he was in there. He was trying to walk the righteous path and just get back to his family, his mm -hmm. son, his wife, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they got into that little brawl. And he took the heat. Even though he was finna get out, he took the heat. Like, no, nah, I did that shit. Let buddy ass go. I'm taking the full blame for it. Do you think you would be able to do that in that situation Hell weeks not. away from finishing your 24-year sentence, knowing that this dude could end up in here for 24 years if you don't do it? No. Or the sister could be. And something similar happened. No, is it straight up? No? No, no, no. no not at no. all. Something similar <laughs> happened in this movie, right? You got to be smart about how you play your moves. Yeah. Because he's... Go see, just watch it. And, and it's also... From this movie, I also got that... Even in prison, you got to build relationships with your warden, with the, the police detectives, and basically with every damn body. Right. And your integrity and respect is really all you have to go by. Mm -hmm. And that can really get you to that final week, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. Without being in, in no mess. So it was a good movie. Very good, very good. All right, wrap us up in entertainment then. What else? Last but not least, tomorrow, What's Red that? Table Talk. Come on, Jada, come through. Pull up. Brown table talk. Fuck you mean. <laughs> no disrespect, Will. I'm sorry. You can bring the red table. She brought it to Don Lemon. Oh, it's, it's, it's portable? Yeah. Yeah. You can bring it on. We'll, we'll exchange Come it. Come on, but man. We'll switch out the scenery. She's going to have Jordan Woods on the show to Who give her is that? a chance to, just, to tell her side of the story. So Jordan, Jordan Woods is Kylie Jenner's friend, right, who, is, who allegedly slept with Tristan Thomas, oh. Chloe's baby daddy. Thompson. Thompson. Mm -hmm. The Jagoff, who was on Instagram cheating on her when she was pregnant. So I don't understand they why it's an issue. That's what I'm saying. I don't okay. understand. Yes. Okay. Why this is a topic. Why y'all. But saw, this is her little sister friend fucked her man? Yeah. That nigga ain't shit. He wasn't shit when you got with his ass. Is any nigga shit? Like, I, I thought, who was that that said? Uh, Chris Rock, maybe. Whereas Faith was our options. Tristan Thompson is a well-paid NBA player that would love to fuck on everything moving. Probably. Well, ha they always say how you get him is how you lose him. Okay. She got him when he was pregnant with his other baby mama. Come on, son. So, you know. Come on, son. No disrespects, but I mean, no, 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 I ain't even going to say that because they actually do well with the blended family thing, Alicia and Swiss. But yeah. they were saying the same thing about, man, she snatched him from his wife. No, see. And, and that was, wasn't the case. That wasn't okay, the okay. case. They wasn't even together. Okay, you know okay, what I'm saying? Bad, Maybe she was still holding on to that Fake shit, news, but right. they <laughs> wasn't together. <laughs> um, so with this, what, what makes this interesting is Jordan Woods 
is close to the Smiths. Mm. She calls Will Uncle Willie. You know what I'm right. saying? Her and Jaden kind of grew up together. Jaden introduced her to Kylie. Okay. Um, and so I think they're just, I I respect that Jada said, no, come on. We ain't going to let the Kardashians ruin Deterrent you. Deter this narrative. You right, know, we because control the, narrative. the same thing happened with Black China, who was friends with Kim, right. when Kylie started dating Tyga. Okay. And that and Black China, that was, um, Black China was, uh, Tyga is Black China's baby daddy, right? right. So it's the same shit, well, so but that was done to your sister. Wait, Tiger is her boyfriend. Was. But her baby dad is Rob. Black China has two kids, one Didn't by Tiger, one by Rob. Did so before Rob, she was messing around with Tiger. And then got back with him after she got the baby out of Rob. So no, she ain't with Tiger. I thought she got back with him. Not maybe not today. She's she Soldier Boy now. Oh. Yeah. Soldier Boy. She's staying that circle. Soldier Boy. Mm. <laughs> okay. but, but what I'm saying is. Y'all sister Kylie did the same shit. Yeah. But now you mad when it's done to the other sister. I don't know what platform I said this on, man. Shout out to just having platforms on top of platforms <laughs> for years and years and years. But I said this shit before. Like, the way Kim Kardashian got famous is going to be like her gift and her curse, dog. Because you steady out here. It is her curse. You know, whatever. And then you have so many younger siblings that are looking up to you. And they're going to come. And they're going to get their bag. And they're going to get their bag. Yeah. And they get their bag. But... Like, it's going to be some trade-offs to that shit, too. Yeah. Like, all this shit, I wouldn't want my family it's drama. to be known for that. Like, and then it's like, okay, the one thing that you want probably is fame. But with fame, you think you got access and acceptance. You're still not invited to Jay and B's wedding. You're still They had an Oscar the, party. You Nobody could bring Whoa. cell phones. The guest list was approved by Beyonce and Jay-Z. So if you brought your assistant, your worker, your whoever, right. and they went on the list, they couldn't get in. Nah, we're good. No reason why well, I read about it, but one person actually got a quick video of everything. And because they, the reason they said no cell phones, they just wanted everybody just to have fun. Enjoy ourselves, not have to worry time, about getting caught slipping. Drink, your hair get down, loose, you know what I'm right? saying? Suck a nigga dick or something. You have that option. No, you okay. do have that option. That shit was lit. Yeah. And was off the chain. And you know what? The Kardashians were not invited. We're not invited. You're not that thing. exclusive. The, that's the thing. Like, you're the Kardashians to the world, but to the, those that matter. You're not shit. You're not shit. So was it all worth it? Because yeah. you got motherfuckers like, let me, a good example would be Memphis Bleak. He could probably walk in that bitch. Easy. Oh, yeah. As long as I'm alive, he's in my will somewhere. Yeah. He ain't famous. He ain't clouded up. He ain't none of that shit, but he's. Welcomed. He's loyal. He's, he's loyal. He's welcomed. Honor, and he integrity, went about respect. it the right way. Yeah. These things matter. And that's again, true. there's a lane for those that's trying to get it, how the Kardashians get it. But there's also trade-offs to getting it that yeah. way. That's all. That's I'm true. Saying. So y'all check out the Red Table Talk. And you know she had uh, Wale on there Did this not. past week. Did not. Watch it. He's important. Watch it because, and then we can talk about it next week okay. in the relationship segment. Just because he's looking for love. Oh. Right, and they really broke it down. And again, they made my ass not want to get married. Nah. <laughs> you know how that shit go, man. I'm not gonna say don't get married. I'm saying marry the right one. Marry the right one. Like if you found the nigga that was on the same wavelength as you, and was like, "Yo, baby, I feel you. I feel what you're saying." Why the band, man? I time together. I time together. And I time alone. I time alone. And it just is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't. And he got a bag, and you get in your bag, and he helps you get your bag, and you help him get his bag. And the kids are beautiful, and everybody's loving y'all. Traveling, where the band? Everybody eat good, blah blah. You would fuck with a marriage like that. So don't you get caught up in the man. marriage. I agree, but right? But it's like the we agree, right? right? Wale agrees. Okay. Jada and the other married person was like. Yeah, but it doesn't happen that way. Who so. says? <laughs> Who says? I be talking. I be talking to motherfuckers. And I be like, yo, relationships, we be like, yo, relationships is hard. It's like, they're as hard as we make them, though. They're as hard as we allow them to be even, dog. Relationships are not fucking you hard. You come they're to a relationship complex. with your issues, your past issues, your childhood issues, because you probably think you ain't got none, but you do. I know I got some. Right? I know okay. I got some. I'll give, give you a prime example. <laughs> One time, my mom's well, she was getting either I think she was getting her master's, so she would be going to work during the day and at school by night. And me and my brother, shout out Tim King, all the way out in Germany, be hype this dude. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We would have to, um, you know, fend for ourselves, yeah. cup of noodle type shit, yeah. pork and bean type shit. Yeah. It is what it is, right? But we were safe. We was good. We was in Zion. So we we 
you know, she usually get home around eight, nine, ten. If she yeah. coming home with, you know, some some Ponderosa, <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigga, no car, no show, right? <laughs> then you get the, the 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 headlights pulling up in the driveway. That ain't mama car. The knock on the door. Mama got a key. Man, get y'all coat, get y'all clothes. We got the bam. Your mom's been in a head-on collision. Mm. Fucked me up, G. Cause now I associate to this day. You late, you dead. Like I just, and, and she ain't die, obviously. But, but it's just that trauma from nigga anytime somebody is not where they're supposed to be and they're not accounted for, not no, hey, I'm finna be late, I'm running late, I'm not coming, whatever, and you just fall off the face of the earth, oh, the worst fucking thing that could have happened probably happened to you. So similar, right? Oh. My mom, whenever she, like bad weather right outside, and whenever she would ask, should I go into work? And I would just be like, well, I don't know. Do what you, you know, do what you want to do. Your world. She always got in an accident or something happened. Mm -hmm. And so now when she asks or when anybody asks me, should I do what your heart feels you should do? Nah, so if I it tells no you, if it tells your ass, <laughs> if you think it, I shouldn't go, don't, don't go. Like, your That's heart my will thing never now. Feel you were on your gut. Yeah, so I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, but watch the episode. We will. So then we can talk about okay. everything. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up for this week's segment of entertainment on this and the third. Literally. And now. We'll move to our favorite topic on this and the third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. Okay, so we got three quick questions, Come right? On, Come on, fire them off. Hashtag, hashtag DCS. Okay. Why in the year 2019 can a rich man meet a broke woman mm -hmm. and change her life? Bang! Yet, a rich woman mm -hmm. won't even look at, look at a broke man's way. I'm gonna say, is that true? I disagree with right. this I a little bit. I think a rich woman likes what she likes, right? And so, let's say a rich older woman. Mm. If you a little bit younger and your bag is not as big, and maybe you working on it, she's going. She if she hustle. likes you, she and she feels how you look or whatever energy you give off, so I don't necessarily think that that's true. I think it's the same. Rich women do it. Just like rich men do. I don't, and I don't think anything is wrong either way as long as, as, long as that's what you want. Right. Um, but I will say to the guy and the girl that's getting picked up, you just better be ready for that control. Or that cutoff. Because <laughs> <laughs> when they're done, they're done. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel sorry for the broke nigga that wrote this because it's just like... <laughs> You got to have broke nigga dick these days, Z. But how will she ever know I got broke nigga dick if she only lets me valet her car? You know what I'm saying? That's tough. How do you get over that? How do you get to the point where she actually knows right, anything about you, you when you're in such a servant position, position in her life? You know what I'm saying? She's looking through you, nigga. Like, nigga, get my coat, get my car. <laughs> Thank um, you. But I don't think that they won't look at you. It's just a matter of giving them something to look at and being positioned and yeah. posturing yourself to be looked at, right? I agree. So it might be something as unfortunate as, you know what I'm saying, oh, this is, you know, our employee of the month. He's yeah. the maintenance man. He cleans the skyscrapers <laughs> the best, you know what I'm Bye. saying? And she's like, oh, shit, well, congratulations. And part of winning this, you know, recognition is you get a bonus and you get to have lunch with the CEO. And the CEO is on that shit. What? Like, it could lead to that, to that shit. Yeah. But if you're just a fucking rookie janitor, she's never <laughs> going to see you. And that could be kind of tough. But yeah. I don't think that women are, especially affluent women, are looking for men to be much more than what they a need. Tool. Yeah, what they need. You just need to be a tool. That's they all need. they need at that That's point. That's all they really they need. You need. For nothing else. Everything else is handled. I can't wait to get there. Shout out to uh, the broke nigga that wrote that. All right, mm -hmm. what else we got okay. with D Dear DC? Hashtag Dear DC. Huh? I'm interested in dating one of my friend's siblings. Uh -oh. Are they off limits, or should I ask permission and risk changing the dynamics of our friendship? Woo! You won't know till you fuck. First, you won't know till you fuck. But you're going to change the dynamics of your friendship 
Uh, regardless, you know what I'm saying? If you shoot a shot at somebody's fucking sister, maybe older sister would be a little bit different, but if you shoot a shot at somebody's baby sister, you know what I'm saying? They're like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really feel comfortable with you doing that shit, blah, blah, blah. They, the, the dude, assuming this is a dude yeah. sister versus my female friend. I, I got a female friend and she has a younger sister. I don't know if that's what they're saying. I'm assuming it's a dude. Way. It's I think friend. it's different with girls, though. Like, like, I don't okay. think a girl would be mad if you hollered at a sister, but I think a dude would be very upset if you hollered yeah, at a sister, he especially you. his younger sister. His older sister is kind of like, ah, shit, fuck that bitch. You know what I'm saying? But I think a younger sister is a little bit more treasured and a little bit more precious. I don't have sisters, so tell me if I'm mistook here. I think a sister is a sister, a sister for a, a sister? brother. Okay, I thought older sisters were kind of more like, ah. No, I'm still, still my sister. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, it's kind of right. like. I be dude. wanting to fuck on my guy's older sisters, but I didn't really think that they took offense to it. I, I ain't have never successfully do You know, you're young and Thugging. Okay. Just start getting hard. <laughs> she graduated from college. Nigga, you're not going to fuck that you shit. You I haven't tried yet. Right. But I, I will say that it's going to change the dynamic. So if this is truly your friend, probably don't do that because it's so many fish in the sea. Like, why even risk that shit if this is your friend? Now, this is a nigga you know. Ah, I know a lot of niggas. I know a lot of niggas with siblings. So. I'm going to disagree. Okay. I have actually done this. Oh, shit. I've dated, and one of my Best friends, right? Long time friends, mm -hmm. twenty year friends, oh, twenty shit. year A1. friendship. They once. Yeah, and I dated her brother, and we still cool as hell. All worked out. Is and she cool as hell, or are you just cool as hell with her brother? <laughs> what no. you mean, we? Who's we? We're all still oh, you cool. You speak French now. We're all still cool. <laughs> yeah, That's like cool. me and her are still tight because it. Well, and I guess that's how you do it, yeah, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I never involved her in, like, whatever drama we were going important. through. Very we didn't important. have drama. You know, I'm just, we didn't. Um, but I never involved her in, like, our personal thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. He didn't go back and involve her. That's, and so that's, it was kind of like that's key. what we did. and What we did. Then when we stopped together. hanging out, um, I went, to, whenever I hang out with her family or go around, it's still, hey, what's up? We hug. Hey, how you doing? Right. You introduced me to this girl, and we good. Right. But, I mean, I'm a different type of chick. Right. But I, so I, yeah, I don't have no matters, issues. Man, in the context <laughs> of things, that matters, dog. Because if I yeah. am, am feeling my, my guy's sister, and then I shits the bitch, it's like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, you God, can't man. go back around. Why would you do that, man? Why would you do that to my sister? Why would you do that to my mom? What are you doing? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If you're so, if you're like ready to be on some up, yeah. upstanding shit, I guess it works. But yeah, and we didn't have like a bad break, you know. Right. So it wasn't like very mean or hostile. We both were adults about it. So I think it, it's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, if you go into it involving the sibling, yeah, they don't yeah. want no parts of that man. Right. It puts them in an the awkward yeah, position. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good advice here on this end. Okay. So last question: mm -hmm. Is having expectation a setup for failure in a growing? relationship so that means y'all ain't no year in you know what i'm saying you're 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 realizing you like each other right and you you start out like we're just gonna be cool and kicking then you like this person a little more y'all talking a little more and you like this person a little more and you know in in the folks mind expectations start growing right are you setting yourself oh, up for failure shit. <laughs> Oh, you set yourself up for failure? Failure. If what? If you have expectations? Yeah. When things are still open and growing. That's a tough one. <laughs> I think it depends on what the expectations are. Because, like, let's say that, let's say that we have an expectation that, man, you are going to own your happiness. Mm -hmm. I don't think that you can go wrong with that. If it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm just letting you know I'm very fond of you. I feel the vibe coming being reciprocated, but I'm letting you know that's not my responsibility. I'm happy. <laughs> you know that is your repertoire. That's, that's in your wheelhouse. You have to make yourself happy. I have to make myself happy, and we can be happy together or apart. If that's your expectation, I think that's a good example of a healthy expectation. That is! It's a very good example of a healthy expectation. However, <laughs> if an expectation was to be like, yo, the first time you hit this shit, this your shit. Yeah. 
And it's like... You have expectations behind that. Yeah, like, uh, you hit this shit, and this your shit. And you be like, whoa, what do you mean? What does that, in <laughs> what does that entail? Let's explore further. Let's talk about what? What'd you say? You know what I'm saying? Like, how long is the lease? Is this an ownership? What is the lease? Right, is this rent to own? What are we talking about here, right? Because I hit one time, that's my shit. And a motherfucker will be like, yo, that's my expectation. That's a real-ass expectation. All I can say in that situation is... If a motherfucker lays it out on the line like that, you have to make an informed decision. Mm. You have to make a grown-up, informed decision and know yourself. We always talk about self-awareness. Yeah. You have to know yourself, G. And you know when you like, yo, I, I'm all the way in. And you know when it's like, nigga, I'm not even close to 50% in. And you know where it's like, I want to be all the way in. I got to figure it out. Now I got to either try or wait. And try later and risk the fact of uh, the, 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 the potential of losing this motherfucker by waiting, right. but doing what you feel is the right thing as a grown man and not rushing some shit that you right. feel like you're not a hundred on. Because right. if you 99, that still ain't a hundred. Yeah. And it's like when you know, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think expectations can be a good thing, but always aren't depending on the expectation. If the expectation is not real, dog. Like, my thing is, okay, let's say we go into a situation, it's like, man, you hit this shit and it's your shit, and it's like, okay, cool. And you go into it like, okay, cool. And then something along the way happens where it's like, ah, I slipped up, or ah, I'm actually not feeling you no more. I want to move this direction. It's not like, man, that was premeditated and you wasted my time. It's like, nah, Things I change. tried. Things change. Feelings change. You know what I'm saying? So it's tough. I feel like you, you can go into something having expectations, right? right? And let's say... Year two, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe things haven't progressed the way you want. You either change your expectations right. or you adjust them right. to fit the now situation that you're in. Right. If you want to stay in that. Right. Or you can just leave all together and all together do something and different. Take those same expectations to another else. situation. Um, but I think women and men, when you go into something in the beginning... You should go into it with love and happiness and Freedom. wanting to have a good time and Freedom. see where it goes. And see where it goes. Go with the flow. Because yeah. there will be ebbs and flows. There will be shit you fuck with and there will be shit you definitely don't fuck with. Yeah. I think making it clear and understood what those things are and aren't yeah. are essential and being consistent in that. If a motherfucker trying to hit a moving target, it's a little bit different than somebody that's like, yo, this is what it is, what it ain't. Take it or leave it. Leave it. it. And yeah. make, let a motherfucker make an informed decision. And when it changes, because it will, when the it changes... Let that be known as well. Be ready to adjust ready if you to want adjust, to stay in it. And grow. All right? So I think that's some solid advice. That's some to clear. great advice, I think. Can we slow clap ourselves? Yeah. God damn. <laughs> we out here making black history ourselves. God damn. <laughs> this, that, and the third the lifestyle show that gives you life. But I think that about wraps us up, man. Y'all be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend or check us out on um, all social media platforms by searching this, that, and the third with the third spell I, 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 like the Roman numeral three. And on YouTube, you can catch us by searching Cal and Reese on uh, YouTube. And again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. Once again, it's your boy, Cal, Big King, the third. And as always, my lovely co host with the most of Miss Reese, Reese, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, check us out. out.